Don't ask me to talk. From the sublime to the ridiculous. Join me, Stacey Heller. And me, Eric Ryder. As we talk about what's good to watch, read, see, listen to, and more. An edutaining one-hour break in your day that includes the segment, What Are We Eating? Sponsored by Dingfelder's Delicatessen. Stick with us for something good. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Don't Ask Me to Talk on Kixie. This show is a distraction from all the serious or negative stuff that we consume on a daily basis. Instead, we are focused on random things, the tidbits, the good stuff, the fun, because good stuff should be shared. I am Stacey Heller, and I am joined by my co-host, Eric Ryder. That's me. So uh, I'm sort of excited for a couple of today's ridiculous holidays. But before I get into those, I will remind people uh, and thank them for listening, of course. If you like the show, you can actually share it with people. You can find this show wherever you listen to podcasts. And so a lot of times we'll share recipes when we've got Vance on the show or like last week when we shared some of our favorite music. There's some things that you want to go back and you want to listen to. Yeah. No problem. Just go wherever you listen to podcasts and you can listen to the show. Uh, and speaking of that, you can follow the show on the Instagram account Stacy Podcasts. And uh, there I have information on uh, topics that we talk about and posts and and so on and so forth. Remember, if you want to connect with us, you can call 475-999-2726 or... <laughs> it's uh, is 5999-CRAM. That's is 5999-CRAM. Hmm. I like that it's like a, a price, like, <laughs> you know, like, why not? Yes. Um. Okay, so... Do you want to start with the regrets I've had a few, or do you want to start with holidays? Let's talk about those ridiculous high holidays that we love so much. Okay. So I was a little excited today, and by a little, I mean super excited to talk about the fact that September 8th, that's right, is National School Picture Day. Now, obviously that seems very counterintuitive because who really likes National School Picture Day? Yeah. I just feel like it's the thing that we all have to go through together. No matter what school we've gone to or, you know, where we've lived in the country or whatever it is, like pretty much I would say everybody has a school picture. Right. Or as I would have called it, uh, National Guaranteed to Have Facial Acne Day, uh, because it seemed like that was always the case when I was uh, when it was picture day for me, at least during high school. Well, and now they've gotten not a lot, just enough for it to be quite visible and annoying. Of course. And it like stands out a little bit more like with that background. And do you remember those old uh I think it was Clarisell commercials where it was like the constellations and the North Star was like the one on the front of the nose, you know, they had just had red dots on these poor kids' faces Uh and yeah, various constellations that were formed by their acne. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which that's not completely what it's like. 
and it's no, it's not. It's, but now they <laughs> it was, have, that was effective because we still remember. Oh, it totally was. And uh, I will say that now things have progressed where you can pay a little extra for the uh, slight airbrushing so that you can get the acne removed bit. Wow. Yeah. I mean, when I was in school, of course, we didn't have Photoshop. Um, so, and there was no editing photos, so it was just, it was, it was a gamble. It was a lottery, but now you can do some touch up. I know. Yeah. And I don't know what I think about that. This is kind of like that, you know, the parental conversation of like, I had to walk to school both ways, right. uphill kind of thing. And, you know, it's like, part of me is like, you should also have terrible, <laughs> you know, school pictures. And yet yeah, the thing is, even if you get the acne airbrushed, like, you know that like the outfit or the hairstyle or, you know, in high school, if you get to put a quote under your picture or something, you know that you're going to cringe later on in life. Right. So there's that. Well, all that stuff's a given, but to not have to cringe every single time you take out your student ID or you look at your um, school yearbook at the end of the year when people are signing it, it's, you know... That's a nice thing, I that, think. That is a nice thing. It's uh, like I've I've noticed like kids nowadays the uh, the playgrounds they all have like rubber matting uh, down underneath them. And when I was a kid, there was no safety rubber matting. No. If you fell off the monkey bars, you were scraped up and wounded, and it was not fun. No. And uh, now they've they've got a little bit of a, a safety pad. And I think that's a great thing. I wish I had that as a kid. But, you know, when those started becoming popular, I remember, like, hearing uh, people, like, commentators saying, well, kids should really find out how hard life is and uh, shouldn't have that, you know. They (laughs) They should fall down and scrape their knee and stuff. As if the whole world is not like a hard surface that we're all going to scrape our knees on eventually. How about for the few minutes of uh, recess that they get from school, they can not worry about that for, you know, 30 minutes or whatever. Right. Well, and by the way, when you're on the jungle gym and you fall because you can't reach the next rung and you drop to the ground and you get the air like out of you. Right. You're still going to have that. Like, so now you don't have to have the completely scraped up and ruined clothing and the whole and, you know, the whole that whole thing. Your mom yelling at you for not being more careful. (laughs) Right. Exactly. And meanwhile, you're like, I I almost had it. It was so close. Yeah. I I, I think I can live with a society where four year olds are a little softer. Yeah. I'm I'm with you. And (laughs) they don't uh, have to be combat ready just yet. Army crawling through <laughs> that's like, right, like these like metal fence like things. And Wait the till tires. they're fifteen, then take the padding out. Yeah, right. Push there them go. down. <laughs> wow, I'm just kidding about that. that. That's so good. Um, well, and there's two things about Picture Day. One, there's this trend that I don't know if this is a universal trend. You know, text me. Let me know. Is this something that either you or your kids did? Where senior year, a lot of kids would not use the school picture as their senior picture. They could go off and they could do a senior photo shoot, which is basically like the uh, teenage version of like glamour shots. Like, here I am playing my tuba like in the water on a boat Mm -hmm. uh, kind of setup, Um, which seems a little excessive, but whatever. 
what makes me laugh, though, is the the kids that did those pictures for their school picture, they would do some crazy look because that's the picture that was going on their school ID. And so they'd wear a wig or a weird shirt or do something because they knew that their senior picture would be this glamour shot. So that kind of makes me chuckle some of the things that kids put together. And this also makes me think of my kindergarten picture, which I still remember to this day that I had very short. uh, I have red hair. I had red hair. I'm graying now. But short red hair that was really wispy. And my mom had me wear this blue. I'm sure it was polyester dress that had a belt around it and blue tights and blue kids. And I hated this look. And I don't know why I was so angry about it. But every time I look in my photo album from my childhood, I'm like, man, I hated that look. <laughs> so, like, you know. I'm sure it wasn't that bad. I, it was, a, like, in hindsight, it was adorable. I right. just remember, like, the, like, ugh, I don't like this. I remember my kindergarten picture as well. I had a, a bowl cut, something I've never had before or since. But for, <laughs> I've got a real round bowl cut I mean, for that uh, that picture. Yeah. Right? Isn't it funny that you can look at these pictures and kind of, like, remember, like, the headspace and, you know, like, you're barely a really fully formed human. And yet, you know, it's like, there I am with whatever it is and everything that comes back with it. So anyway, memory lane. Uh, Speaking of memory lane, it is also Star Trek Day. Now, I did not understand why, because I am not a Trekkie. I mean, I have an appreciation. Or Trekker, even. I am not. I am not a Trekker, nor am I a Trekkie. And so I had to look up why is it National Star Trek Day. Well, Mm -hmm. silly me. It's because the first episode aired on September 8th in 1966. Yeah. You know, I actually, uh, one of the podcasts I recommended on the uh, the podcast show that mm-hmm. we did a while back was um, History This Week. And they just did a great one all about uh, Star Trek debuting. And uh, so I just listened to that last night and it was fascinating. I'm not a, a huge Trekker or Trekkie, but, uh, you know, I, I still found it fascinating because at the time, there was nothing like it. Mm-hmm. And just one fun fact from that that I learned was, you know how they beam up and beam yeah. down? The reason why they did that was uh, not just great writing. It was because it was too hard for them to make the Enterprise uh, realistically look like it was landing on these planets they were they were supposed to be exploring. And so they came up oh. with the beam, the beam people up, be, teleport them, you know, basically. And that effect was done with some, like, bright lights and some, like, uh, silver, uh, like, dust, basically. Oh, um, interesting. But, yeah. Who, we never would have had that beam me up, Scotty, right? thing if they were able to, well, let's just use a computer and, and land the Enterprise on this, uh, you know, right. set. And <laughs> here we are. It's time to disembark from the, right. from the starship or, you know, whatever. Oh, that's that's I love those random little factoids that you find out like after the fact. Um, and the last thing that it is today is ampersand day. Now, really kind of who cares, except that I love the word ampersand. <laughs> it's it's the little and sign. That's right. Yeah. And I just have always, for some reason, there's certain words that I'm like, ampersand. Like it's it's a big fancy word for the and symbol. 
And it's one of those things we've all become a little more uh, acquainted with thanks to the advent of a special character required for all passwords now. Right. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, oh, do I use the ampersand or do I use the percentage or do I use an asterisk? Hmm. So many choices. So many choices. (laughs) So I just, for some reason, that's like one of those words that I've just always been like, I learned it when I was much younger and I just was like, oh, yes, I'm a very smart person. I know that that's an ampersand. So there you go. So um, and happy birthday to Wiz Khalifa, because I know all of our listeners are probably huge fans of Wiz. And uh, they're all Wiz kids. I'm assuming that's what his fans are called. Uh, You would think, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I I doubt it. Much better than Wiz heads. (laughs) But that's probably the reality. (laughs) They're probably called Wiz heads. Probably. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to look that up. Uh, Okay, so. That is some of the ridiculous high holidays that we had to share. Uh, so regrets, I've had a few. So yeah. I wanted regrets, to share. I, it's such I've a had good. a few. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But then again, we're going to mention them. Yeah, 100%. And this jingle writes itself. It kind of does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because we did it our way. Uh, so two things. Uh, one... Last week, when we talked about music and favorite albums, that's we right. We mentioned... did our top five. Yep. Yeah. And and both of those cases, I think, were give or take because it's really hard to weed down to five, and they're probably you know changing anytime you ask us what our top fives are. But for that moment in time, mm-hmm. that brief shining moment, those were our top five. Totally. Which is why we created. We mentioned we were going to do it, and. Followed through, and we now have a playlist on Spotify mm-hmm. that is called DAMT. So it's D A M T T. It's uh, the acronym for Don't Ask Me to Talk. And oh, is that what that is? <laughs> <laughs> Go <Yes>. ahead. <laughs> Sorry. And so now it's public, so anybody can listen to it. I added five songs from each of my five albums. And uh, you, we've started yours. Yes, and- you added five songs from uh, each of my top five as well. And I'll go in and add a few more tunes from each of those records, yep. too. Cause, but I got to say, the ones you picked were great choices. Thank you. I was paying attention to what you were saying and taking notes about the songs that you're, were your fave uh, or that were notable um, with each band that you mentioned. And then... Uh, We'll continue to add to this playlist because I sent you an article uh, earlier in the week that apparently the Pixies have new music out. That's right. They've got a brand new album coming out at the end of September. It's called Doggerel. Yeah. And so far, uh, the singles that I've heard have been really good. So, so you yeah. know, I figured uh, let's... Especially let's... there's a moon on. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. Okay. I mean, let's keep adding to the playlist. Let's do it. Right? So if you want to uh, listen to the playlist, as I said, you can find it on Spotify, and it's called Damped, D-A-M-T-T. Uh, any regrets that you need to... Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And And it's only that because we limit ourselves to five, I had two more records in my list that I was up to the second that we were saying them, thinking, oh, should I swap in these or, you know... So bonus tracks, if you will, that I want to highly recommend that almost made it into the top five, but uh, because I didn't 
<laughs> say them. <laughs> they, they didn't make the top five. Not that they're any less than the other five, if you know what I mean. I they, know. I, they all tie. I know. Um, so I, the Blue Nile, Scottish band, uh, their debut record, a, a Walk Across the Rooftops, is just a, a phenomenal thing of beauty that uh, I would have also put in that top five if five could in- <laughs> incorporate seven. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> And also cool. the the national uh, fantastic band that uh, I, probably the most popular band that I like, um, and their album Boxer is I mean they released a string of phenomenal records, uh, but I think Boxer is my favorite of all their albums, um, and so I'll just add those as an a uh, uh, addendum, if right. you will, yeah. with like an ampersand. That's right. There you go. <laughs> That's perfect. All right. Well, then, uh, since you have access to uh, curating the playlist as well, add them. I will. And I'll add some of the ones that I was like, man, how do I not add the Traveling Wilburys? There you go. (laughs) Random. (laughs) (laughs) Like a song came up this uh, week. and Was it uh, Handle With Care? It was. Good song. And I was like... Oh man, I forgot about this album. It was kind of a weird super band like fun album. Yeah, that was a big record when I was a kid and it inspired me to one of the very few occasions that it snowed in Reading. Uh it inspired me to make a Roy Orbison snowman in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> and what did Roy look like? Well, he looked like Roy Orbison in Snowman for <laughs> He had the haircut and the glasses and uh snow guitar. And uh, wow, yeah, do you have a picture of that? No, (laughs) it's it it sounds better than it actually turned out. Uh, no, it sounds amazing. And let's just like keep the visual, and uh, it will always be amazing, exactly. I love that. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Okay, uh, any other regrets? Uh, you know, there's always (laughs) plenty more regrets, but I, I don't know that we have time to all right. List to really, to get into it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's fair. So, and any musical regrets we have, we can always add to the playlist. That's right. So, you know, no problem. Uh, so it seems to me like we're going to have to add the whole uh, I did it my way because of the name of this section of the show, right? Regrets. I've had a few. Sure. I mean, how do you Or not- maybe we'll just add Sparks. When do I get to sing my way? Oh, well, let's do both. There you go. I love it. All right. Uh, Shall we take a quick break? And then when we come back, let's talk about this week's topic, which is random idioms and expressions that we use. Fantastic. All right. Keep listening. We'll be right back. Stacy Connects, it's not just my business, it's my superpower. Whether you need the right tone and messaging for a new venture, or you've plateaued with your current one, I can help. I connect clients with themselves and their potential. Then, I identify unique solutions that translate your brand into messaging that connects your target audience with your business. Go to stacyconnects.com to connect with me and your messaging. 
Interested in learning something new? Meeting someone new? Find out things that we have in common? Well, of course you are. You're a human being. So let's get intentional about it. Join me, JDK Winnikin, every week and get all of that in less than an hour. I'm a writer, a historian, a social commentator, and my show is all about you. Really, that's what it's called. This show is all about you. Get my perspectives on the week's news and hear fascinating guests whose stories will inspire and move you. My show is all about giving you something that connects us. Join me Mondays on Kixie 880 at 3 p.m. or download it as a podcast. Can't get enough of Stacy and Eric? Then be sure and check out Stacy Connects with Stacy Heller wherever you find podcasts. Stacy chats with guests about a variety of topics, hoping to make a connection through conversation. Welcome back to Don't Ask Me to Talk. I am Stacy Heller, joined, of course, by Eric Ryder. And me. yeah, that's you. And uh, this is a weird one that I added to the uh, Wheel O Fun as, or Wheel O Topics, as we like to call it. Uh, that is the thing that we do at the end of the show where we determine oh. our topics, right? I kind of like Wheel O Wheel O Fun, right? Yeah, Wheel O Fun because they're fun topics, right? Uh, if this the the origin story of this, if this can have an origin story, is that I didn't realize how often I use idioms or expressions uh, until my kids pointed it out. There's apparently two habits that I have. One is citing song lyrics uh, in conversation. You know, like when I would parent saying, "You can't always get what you want," but you know you might find you get what you need and other great parental tips from the Rolling Stones. Um, And so I didn't realize how often I did that and how often I used random idioms. Right. So it made it to my list. So you, are you an expression? You know, I I think you can't be alive in, uh, you know, this century and not, have a rotating cast of idioms that you know you spit out without even thinking about um you know maybe not as much as some people like you know feel like if you watch newscasts you'll see you'll hear them way more often because people try and come up with a sparkling bit of uh uh, uh, expression to you know f- fill out their copy or to get people's attention or whatever right and and the one i've really grown tired of this is not my first rodeo um which seems to be used all the time and uh, if you ever watch uh john oliver's show mm-hmm. um they do a great uh you know clip or a great uh, recurring segment where they kind of mash up various different newscasts from all around the country um, commenting on, oh, it's St. Patrick's Day or, oh, it's, you know, whatever. Uh, You'll hear these (laughs) back to back, back to back, back to back, and you'll understand that, okay, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) some things are overused. And that's that's the thing that is so interesting. Like a lot of these, so – I found, you know, all you have to do is type in like, you know, like favorite or classic idioms or expressions and whatever, um, and a ton come up. And by the way, for those of you that don't know, um, I will read what it says. So English idioms, proverbs, and expressions are an important part of everyday English. They come up all the time in both written and spoken English, and they're not meant to make sense literally, but... Basically, it's a um, 
it's a way to kind of sound a little bit more native, if you will. Sure. It's like colloquialisms. And um, and you hear them a lot, as you say, when you're listening to the news or... Right. And some of them are so ubiquitous, you don't even think of them as being an idiom, like under the weather, you know, f- feeling ill. Um, you know, it's it's so ubiquitous now that, you know, everybody says under the weather uh, that, you know, you don't even think of that as being an expression. But yeah, if you really think about it, being yeah. under the weather doesn't really mean anything <laughs> but we you know we've because the weather could be you know a beautiful day or it could be you know raining or snowing but we're right. under the weather under the weather which yeah. is weird um or the balls in your court is another one that it's so ubiquitous i feel like that uh you know it doesn't matter if you've never played tennis in your life that's one that's going to be used by 100%. probably every english speaker on the planet well and a blessing in disguise there's another one I mean, it's just fascinating to me, you know, as you said, it's there are things that are so ubiquitous that you just are you don't even think of it as, you know, like an expression yeah. or an idiom. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you really uh, like it's not rocket science. Right. Like I, I think about, you know, I say that um, all the time. The other thing that I say is or like, it's not rocket surgery. <laughs> because there's two, you know, it's not brain surgery, it's not rocket science, and those have gotten used so much that people have started mashing them up, and I, I find that funny. Uh, that's interesting, like yeah. mashing up songs, mashing up sayings. Um, well, and I say, um, you know, good enough for government work. My dad, my dad said that one <laughs> quite a bit, which worried me because he was in the Army. So... <laughs> <laughs> Close enough for government work. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's fine. Um, and then, um, like, I don't know, speak of the devil, so far so good. Um, I mean, apparently Hannah Montana was built on an idiom, the best of both worlds. I mean. Yeah, I could see that. Right? Yeah. I mean, first of all, she's got the song, and then, you know, um, it's... Like sort of like the uh, the expression that is attributed, I think falsely, to Marie Antoinette, let them eat cake, um, you know, or have your cake and eat it too. Um, yeah. Like there's some. Which, if I had my cake, wouldn't I want to eat it as well? Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that one never made a lot of sense, but a lot of these were. It doesn't make sense if you go back and look at the history. There's some explanation that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Well, like, okay, so the one, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. So, like, I get it. It's the whole idea that what you have, like, on your person is more valuable than what's off in the distance. But That uh, one makes sense to me. It does make sense to me. It's just, it's, it's wordy. It is. But, you know, there's also the expression, uh, kill two birds with one stone, which, you know, it, it commonly used, uh, but kind of cruel to birds. I, well, and okay. <laughs> so I just on that real quick, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but a couple of years back, PETA came out with some alternate idioms and, because there were so many that were like, 
if you really thought about it, it's horrendous towards those animals. Like, you know, uh, you know, uh, beat a dead horse or, right. you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what's the one with a dead cat? Can't swing a dead cat. Oh, yes. Or, without like hitting whatever. Yeah. Right. Kill, kill <laughs> Oh two my birds with one stone. So they came out with alternates, and most of them I thought were kind of goofy and that I wouldn't use. But feed two birds with one scone is one that I have adopted <laughs> since okay. then, just because I, I like that expression That's and I like that idea. Lever. Well, because from a purely practical standpoint, right? How would you kill two birds with one stone? Like, are you skimming it? They really have to be lined up, I think. I mean, it, that just seems like the first bird maybe gets hit and the second one's like, well, that wasn't good. Yes. So I'm out of here. Yeah. Um. Okay. I like that. Like, uh, feed two birds with one scone. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to have to write this down. Um, I do like things like... Um, I like the getting bent out of shape. Um, I, for some reason, that's one that I know a lot or that I've used a lot. Um, adding insult to injury. Uh, that is definitely one that I have used. Um, now, by the skin of your teeth. So, like, do your teeth have skin? Like, is it that the skin over your teeth is, like, more thin? Like, yeah. Is that what that is? It's it's that you don't have skin on your teeth. <laughs> it's it's that thin that if there was skin, you wouldn't even be able to see it. So it's just like just yeah. Okay, got it. All right, that makes. They sense. They could have said the film on your teeth, really. Well, that's true. Um, don't give up your day job. I mean, that's that's a nice one. Um, it's interesting to me how. Some of them are, uh, you know, like good pieces of advice. You know, yeah. don't put all your eggs in one basket. And some of them are just like cruel, like the don't right. give up your day job. I mean, yeah. you know, like, oh, Stacy, you're a great singer, <laughs> but don't give up your day job. <laughs> like, Well, I think they're implying you're not a great singer when right. they say that. Yes. Well, that's just it. So I'm like, <laughs> that's not nice. Uh, I do use the uh, have bigger fish to fry, which... Uh, you know, some people are like, I don't get that. What are you talking about? Like, why are you talking about fish? And, you know, but I mean, I understand the meaning, but like where these things come from, you know, like is is interesting. Uh, it ain't over till the fat lady sings. Right. I mean, is that is that like opera and she's singing like goodbye at the opera? Uh huh. Is it? Yes. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> no, that's what it's from. Oh. Yeah, because uh, opera singers were often rotund, especially back in the day. And, you know, that's where it comes from. (laughs) So big finale. So the larger than life song sung by the larger than life person. Yep. Okay. Interesting. Well, that's interesting. Um, The whole uh, take it with a grain of salt. I use this expression There's today. lots of food ones. A lot yeah. of food ones. Best thing since sliced bread, for instance. Take it with a uh, pinch of salt, as you said. Yep. Um, bring home the bacon. That was a whole ad campaign. Do you remember that? I can bring home the bacon, fry it up in a pan, and never, never, never 
lets you forget. Because I'm a woman? Yeah. Yeah, wasn't that Peggy Lee? I don't Isn't know. Isn't that a song well, that, it, that was based on? I don't know, maybe. But I just remember the ad, and it was like, for some grocery store perfume. Are you looking it up for me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which came first, I guess, is the question, because she does, you know, reference... Uh, well, I think in the original song, it's it may not say that uh, fried up in a pan or whatever, but I think that they definitely based that commercial on her song, I'm a Woman. Interesting. I totally just remember the Bring Home the Bacon, and it was um, Anjali Perfume. Commercial is, I can bring home the bacon, fry it up in a pan, and never let you forget you're a man. I can work till 5 o'clock, come home, and read you tickety-tock. Okay, so other food ones, apple a day keeps the doctor away. Yeah, I think that is good advice. Just don't eat the seeds. (laughs) My understanding is there's like trace elements of cyanide in the apple seeds. Really? So yeah, if you're eating the seeds every day, then, you know, the the doctor... Interesting. <laughs> May have to come around. Remember when you were a kid and you thought that if you ate watermelon seeds, a watermelon like plant would grow? Well, that was one of those old wives' tales, which I wonder do old wives' tales fall within the category of idiom, like a subcategory? Um, because that's a whole nother thing. That, that mean, is a whole nother thing. Yeah. Don't, and, uh, don't make that face or it might get stuck that way right, kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Or, you know, uh, don't um, swim for half an hour after you eat. Right. Because apparently you might drown or something. Um, I, I think it was that you were, you might get a cramp. Well, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, my family, we tended to be a little bit more extreme. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're going to get a cramp and, you know, whatever. You're going to drown. Uh, there, there are a lot of, as you bring them up, though, there are a bunch of, like, Curiosity Killed the Cat. Yes. Like, there are some animal <laughs> ones that not, as I'm... Not nice to those kitties. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm looking at this stuff and um, and seeing that some of them, it's really, it's bad. Um, catching more flies with honey than you can with vinegar. Uh, by the way, fun fact, because late or early September is uh, fruit fly season. Yes. And they can be brutal. So we've had a terrible infestation this year. So annoying. Do you know how to get rid of them? Well, yeah. You use the apple cider vinegar uh, in a jar and you put a little bit of foil over that and poke some holes and they, you know, swim down into the vinegar and then they can't get out. Uh, so it's a little easy trap to make. Or you can also just add a drop of dish soap. And that um, makes them, you know, not be able to escape the vinegar. But uh, even doing those things, we, you know, we've had like jars full of them this year. It's just I, crazy. I had to do the same thing. And I I didn't have apple cider vinegar, so I used red wine. Oh, does that work as well? It worked great. And I did the red wine. I don't do foil, though. I did red wine with the the one pump of dish soap, and then add water to it so that it foams and mm. it creates this like foamy head to mm-hmm. it. And those I didn't put anything on, but then I also put some glasses of red wine out and about and then put saran wrap with poked holes. Right. So that they were like, ooh, look at that red wine. Let me just have a little dip. And then, ah, you're not there anymore. You can't get out. Well, 
you know, uh, I'm going to have to try both techniques next year, I think, and, and just see which one works best. But Yeah, it is the worst, though. Like, I, just I hate them. I, <laughs> oh, my gosh. It is, yeah. I hate them. Uh, well, I hate to beat around the bush, but uh, we are running out of time. And, you know, I don't want to miss the boat of talking to our good friend Vance Dingfelder. So we should probably get out of here by the skin of our teeth. Well, you know what? Good for you for bringing this up because uh, fortune really favors the bold. And, uh, you know, I, I'm i excited to get a second wind when we talk to Vance. Absolutely. Yeah. So haste makes waste. Let's take a break. We'll be right back with Don't Ask Me to Talk. Whether it's fly fishing or French pastry, we all have something that makes our tail wag. Involuntary and instinctive, it's sparked by excitement, inspired by purpose, and it speaks to who we are. I'm Stacy Heller of Stacy Connects. I lead clients to the place that makes their tail wag. As a creative director, I bring ideas to life. As a podcast producer, I give ideas a voice. Stacy Connects, it's my superpower. If you want to connect with me, Stacy Heller, go to stacyconnects.com. Don't ask me to talk. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Don't Ask Me to Talk. I, of course, am Stacey Heller, joined by Eric Ryder. Yes, indeed. And we are joined by the Lord of Sandwich himself, Vance Dingfelder from Dingfelder's Delicatessen. Yes. Sandwich? Was that that? The man with the sand, which... Eric, you get tongue-tied. I've never heard you get tongue-tied. I know, it happens on occasion, but uh, welcome back to the show. Good to talk to you, and let's... Always a pleasure. I I don't know if you've been listening. We've been talking about weird expressions or idioms, and so uh, there's so many food-related ones, like bring home the bacon, or, you know, take something with a grain of salt. So... Yes. So I figure that's a good segue into, uh, I made a sandwich today and I added a little pinch of salt when I made the sandwich and my son was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm adding salt. It brings out all the natural flavors of like the parts of the sandwich. And he was like, are you kidding me? And he's like, salt is bad for you. And I'm like, you know, you need to take everything you learn from TikTok with a grain of salt. (laughs) So it just seemed like a perfect segue into our our topic today and sandwiches and and the whole thing. I, I couldn't a resist grain sharing. Of salt. A grain okay. of salt. Yeah. So anyway. Um, everything from TikTok? Well, I mean, it seems like it, but I mean, no. I'm I, actually contemplating a Ding Soldier's TikTok page. I think you should do it. Well, you know, you need a whole staff, by the way. Well, this is in order, true. In order to effectively work the algorithm... You have to like every like. You have to comment on every comment. <laughs> yeah, and you have to post several times a day. All right. So clearly. Sounds, sounds like a full-time job. It does. <laughs> it can be, yeah. <laughs> it totally does. All right. I think, though, like, you know, 20-second videos of Vance making sandwiches would probably do pretty well. So, if so people like food porn. I right? I, I was, you know what? I might create a Dinkfelder's page that maybe connects to the Instagram Right to Dingfeller's Instagram and see where that goes. 
Cool. I love it. All right. Yeah, I'm kind well, of excited about it. So uh, I know what I'll be watching in the future, but what are we eating this week? What are we going to eat? What are we eating this week? Did you know that it was honey? Honey and, and, and chicken, right? Oh, month. <laughs> yes. I did so know that. The whole month, you know. Um, although we're making a lot of things because it's, it's, it's almost Rosh Hashanah. So that's a whole nother topic. But the thing that we're making that's really, really interesting is brittle. Oh. Ooh. We're, we're making brittle. <laughs> oh. Like peanut brittle? Is that like what we're talking about? Macadamia brittle. Macadamia brittle. Even better. Okay. We're, we're making a special dessert for someone, and they wanted macadamia brittle for our chocolate fountain. And this has to do with nourish. Okay. We're doing a chocolate, chocolate fountain at Nourish this weekend, and we have a seven-tier chocolate fountain. Wow. So it's, it's not just a cheap old chocolate fountain. It's a commercial chocolate fountain that I purchased about a year ago Okay. for a bar mitzvah. And this is a bat mitzvah coming up. And I'm excited because the, the, the girl was like, when I said chocolate fountain, <laughs> her eyes, she got, you know, we were talking about food. I always like to interview the kids. Of course. You know, because when you interview the kids, even the parents find things out that they wouldn't normally know. So when you interview the kids, you go, what's your favorite restaurant? And then I'll tell you. And then what's your favorite dish? Did you ever order an appetizer? And you just start asking them questions, and then they just start talking. And once they get comfortable, then they're really starting to talk. And the thing that I like about that when we do that is that it offers the kids an opportunity to have some ownership of the party that they're having. Sure. Right? I mean, it's a you foray, and or isn't it like the uh, per Jewish tradition, it's like you are becoming an adult in basically having agency over your own faith, right? Correct. So right. you're, you should have agency over your menu a little bit. Always, right? You're now responsible for yourself and how you your behavior, right? That's what that really is about. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not an adult, but as far as like the Ten Commandments or as far as, you know, Jewish laws are considered, you're now old enough in an age where you should know better and you have the ability to make a choice. That's what the bar and bar mitzvah is really about. Okay. And you get and you get to lead the congregation in um, in a service. So back to the macadamia brittle. You know, we were talking about macadamia brittle and how she loved it. They went on this trip to to Hawaii and she had macadamia brittle. It was amazing. And blah, blah, blah. I said, you know, we can make macadamia brittle. It's pretty easy. <laughs> she goes, you can. And then we're talking more about other desserts and things like that. And I mentioned the chocolate fountain. <laughs> she was like, a, you mean a chocolate fountain? You would have thought I was inviting her to Willy Wonka. Okay. <laughs> and, and we also make these Rice Krispie treats, special Rice Krispie treats that we put Fruity pebbles in with marshmallows. I don't know if you've ever had fruity pebbles with marshmallows. 
I wasn't well, allowed to eat that kind of junk cereal. Only you Captain know what? Crunch. Neither was I. I. I could never have Captain Crunch. I did get could Captain I? Crunch. Okay, why was Captain Crunch better than Fruity Pebbles? I don't know, because he was the captain. <laughs> right, because, you know. <laughs> I don't know. He had authority. <laughs> he lived in a pineapple at the bottom of the sea. Eh, well, SpongeBob, <laughs> yeah. different captain. But anyway, totally all right. different captain. So okay. chocolate fountain, so Rice Krispie Treats with Rice Fruity Krispie Pebbles. Treats with Fruity Pebbles. And guess what her favorite cereal was? Because I said, the one with marshmallows is the one we get. And it's not easy to get the Fruity Pebbles with marshmallows. And she went marshmallows. I said, there's also marshmallows on, on the, on the uh, chocolate fountain. Because everybody loves to dip marshmallows. Who doesn't like to dip marshmallows as the, cho- as the dark chocolate's dripping down the side of the fountain? Uh, and, yeah. then, and then I said, what's your favorite cereal? She goes, Lucky Charms. And I went... We could probably make the Rice Krispie treats with Lucky Charms inside them. <laughs> now she's engaged. Chocolate Fountain, Rice Krispie treats with Lucky Charms. When I said to her, "Hey, why don't we make macadamia brittle balls?" Oh, and she was like, "How do you do that?" Yeah, how do you do that? <laughs> well, you kind of have to wait for it to set up a little bit. And before it gets hard, you kind of and you don't you don't cook it past crack. Okay. You don't you, you know what crack is, right? Yes, yes, because Pete it's, makes it's Peter brittle. Oh, my husband. It, so my husband makes we call it Peter brittle, and he does a more traditional peanuts. Does he just do peanuts? He does, and there's no just does he do about the it. Spanish peanuts? Uh, n- no, he doesn't. Okay. Because I'm a crackerjack guy. Yeah, but anyway, I digress. So we're doing a chocolate. We're doing the, we're doing the, the brittle today. I don't think we can eat brittle for dinner. What do you think? I mean, haven't you ever had an upside down dinner where you have dessert first? How about breakfast for dinner? Upside down day. And you know something? I haven't had an upside down dinner. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, sometimes dessert is there, and it's what you need to have before you can do the other stuff. So you just flip it. I need to stop having dessert right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I need to stop having dessert. Okay, just completely cut desserts out for a little while. But yes, um, I'd like to have dessert for dinner, frankly. Yeah, well, and with a chocolate fountain, you could. (laughs) Well, you can, because we also do pineapple and bananas and and giant strawberries um, that we skewer, and kids have a ball, but we make pound cake. (laughs) My favorite, though, my favorite is the double stuff Oreos. Oh. Yes, you take double stuff Oreos, we put them on skewers, and... You, the people, because it's not just children. Of course. The, pe- the adults are just as bad. In fact, what happens is they're putting the chocolate on the Oreo, on the skewer, and they're eating them as well. Okay. I think double stuff. Have you had a golden double stuff Oreo yet? No. I recommend it highly. Okay. Especially when you're dipping it in dark chocolate, dark Valrona chocolate. Okay. Mm. Well. Mm. I mean, yeah. Mel- warm dripping 
on a fountain, hot Valrana chocolate. Mm-hmm. The possibilities yeah. are endless. Imagine that. <laughs> I mean, you could put bread you, in there. Would you like? Would you like bread? I don't know if I. Well, it depends on the bread. Okay. What would you put on a chocolate fountain, Stace? Oh, oh, uh, mm. I would put a glass under a chocolate fountain. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or I would about, do. How about I would put my face under the chocolate. Well, fountain. here's the deal. How about cheesecake truffles? Like. Okay. 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 So. There's a thing. Have you ever had chocolate fondue with cheddar cheese? No, that's weird. Isn't that weird? Is that not weird? Oh, it's a thing. Oh. It's definitely a thing. And it's a thing more in the UK where they, you know, they're into the cheddar. I've had it once. And I, you would have thought it was terrible. It was incredible. Interesting. Yeah. Think about it. Really good chocolate. Really good cheddar cheese. It worked. And it was really good. I mean, you had the sharpest flavor of the cheese coming through with the chocolate and the sweet, and they really mixed well together. I like orange zest in chocolate myself, frankly. Yep. Candied orange zest. Yeah. I love candied orange. I love candied orange rind. I like chocolate-dipped orange rind, candied. (laughs) So basically... You can buy them from Valrona, by the way. All right. In, in big boxes where they have like 400 rhymes. <laughs> okay. So what you're telling me, and I we've only got like two more minutes here, is that if I want to, A, uh, have a chocolate fountain and be like this young woman whose eyes go wide as saucers, <laughs> then I can contact Nourish Catering and basically... I can have items to my heart's content that could be dipped in this chocolate fountain and that you are willing to be as creative as whomever it is you're working with taste buds allow. That's correct. That is absolutely <laughs> as a dessert. Yeah. Or yeah. as an upside down. Dinner. And, 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 oh, wait, did I say, did I mention the donut holes? Oh, oh no, I, I didn't say anything about the donut holes. I mean, the list could go on and on and on and on. But I really like, so I've been doing, I did frozen cheese. Remember cake pops? Yeah. They were a thing? Yeah. Right. So <laughs> we kind of messed up a cheesecake, right? And we started taking the cheesecake and just making it into balls for cheesecake pops. Yep. Right? With, with the crust and all. And then we put it on skewers and froze it. And then we dipped it in chocolate. Ugh. So good. <laughs> so good. That's ridiculous. All right. That was funny, Stace. <laughs> so basically what we're eating this week is dessert. And, you know, sometimes we're life... we eating dessert. I like we're that. dessert. Sometimes life it. is too short. What do you mean sometimes? All right. Life it's, is too short. Like, Eat no dessert. No matter how we look at it. It's too short. That's another go. one of those idioms. It's another well, idiom. Life's too short. Eat, eat dessert, dessert first. Too short, eat dessert first. There you go. I mean, so thank you. I mean, as usual, uh, you've made us hungry. Normally, I walk away needing pastrami or, or steak or a burger or something. Right, you want something savory and salty and juicy with 
you know, that you can bite into and be satisfied. Well, now I want to stick a pretzel stick under the chocolate fountain. Hey, that's oh, a good I, idea. Oh, I, I forgot to mention we have pretzel rods. Well, there you go. Salty See? and pretzel, sweet. Right? Pretzel rods. Exactly. You, thing, you can't double dip. Well, no I mean, double dipping. Okay, if they don't see me, I didn't double dip. So there you go. We have we have double dip police. All right, there. whatever. I, because kids like to put their hands in it. You know, you don't. You can't have that. Well, that's that's true. That's a whole other thing. Well, thank you, Vance. Thanks for right. uh, once again sharing some ideas and inspiration. And uh, basically, it is uh, audio food porn for us all every time you call in. <laughs> And uh, hopefully you'll do the You're TikTok terrible. thing. And uh, I'm just I'm saying. Food porn. Come on. It's true. All right. Well, I just tried to paint a visual picture. I, I know you got to go. You do it well, sir. And, you know, and thank you very much, Eric. I look forward to seeing you guys soon. Absolutely. We look forward to uh, trying a chocolate fountain. And now I'm going to be thinking about all the things I can dip in Valrona dark chocolate. So thank you I'll for that. Saturday night. Come. All right. Come, I'm sure. Come to the party. I'll say. I have a, I have a new client that would like to come and see what the, see, see what the chocolate fountain looks like. Is Perfect. That okay? But I I'll bring a gift. <laughs> That's all you need. <laughs> there you, you go. Bring a gift. You can come to any party. Exactly. Very nice. Exactly. All right. Thanks, Vance. Remember, everybody, you can check out uh, Vance and Dingfelder's Delicatessen by going to dingfelders.com or go to nourishcatering.com and uh, there. The menu has no bounds because, I mean, it's as creative as your taste buds are. Fantastic. All right. So I'm I, that I almost wish I was a kid having a birthday now so I could say, Mom, we've got to get nourish catering on the job. Right? Yeah. I mean, maybe I could convert and go through like a late stage bat mitzvah. Is or that, that wrong? Yeah. I mean, or, yeah. I'll, <laughs> Who knows? I'll learn the Torah so that I can have a uh, bat mitzvah that's catered by nourish catering. So, uh, no offense to anyone, by the way. So, okay. Now well, we got to find out what we're talking about next week. Let's figure it out. Let's do it. All right. You're going to have to help me with this one because the wheel... Uh, only hold so many words in each slice. Okay. And this one says, movie you could W, and I'm going to assume the W is watch, but uh, movie you could watch on repeat. That's Fantastic. That's what it is. All right. So, so, so like a movie that anytime it's on TV or you walk in the room, someone else is watching it, you got to sit down and, and watch whatever's left of it. Absolutely. Fantastic. I got a few of those. Perfect. That's exactly what we want to talk about. All right. Then, uh, then hey, everybody, make sure that you tune in next week, and we're going to talk about those movies that we can watch on repeat. Uh, Send take, us yours. Yeah, absolutely. And be aware of how many expressions you use in daily conversation. I'd be curious to see which expressions you use. Remember, you can text us at 475-999-2726. Share those expressions that you use too much. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great week.